Today is February the 23rd. Who is it that God can use? Let's find out together as we study Judges chapter 11, the first part. So in Judges chapter 11, we're told the story of Jephthah. Starting in verse 1, now Jephthah of Gilead was a great warrior. He was the son of Gilead, but his mother was a prostitute. Gilead's wife also had several sons, and when these half-brothers grew up, they chased Jephthah off the land. You won't get any of our father's inheritance, they said. You're the son of a prostitute. So Jephthah fled from his brothers. He lived in the land of Tob, and soon he had a band of worthless rebels following him. Jephthah was chased away by his brothers. He uh, went to live in a relatively distant place. But what happened was that he surrounded himself with other outcasts. They became like a personal army to him. What ended up happening is that Jephthah led a band of robbers. If there's anything like it today, it would be a street gang. Jephthah led a street gang. We see in uh, Judges chapter 5, uh, verse 6, when Deborah sings about Barak's uh, victory, she says, in the days of Shamgar, son of Anath, in the days of Jael, people avoided the main roads. Travelers stayed on winding pathways. Apparently, it wasn't just the enemy, but Israelites themselves began to form uh, groups of robbers. Jephthah had his own personal army, and what they did was steal from anyone who came along the main road. Well, verse 4, about that time, uh, the Ammonites began their war against Israel. When the Ammonites attacked, the elders of Gilead sent for Jephthah in the land of Tob. The elders said, come and be our commander. Help us fight the Ammonites. Now, the thing that stands out to me at this invitation is that Jephthah is the only judge that God did not call. God did not raise him up. The elders of Israel looked around and said, who has an army that he can take against our enemies? And their eyes fell on Jephthah. Jephthah the leader of a street gang, a group of robbers, but they were men of war. So they went to Jephthah and said, if you lead Israel against our enemy, we'll let you be king over the three tribes in Gilead, Reuben, Gad, and the half-tribe of Manasseh. Jephthah, in verse 9, said to the elders, let me get this straight. 
if I come with you and if the Lord gives me victory over the Ammonites, will you really make me ruler over all the people? The Lord is our witness, the elder replied. We promise to do whatever you say. Wow. The Lord didn't raise up Jephthah. Instead, the people of Gilead found a man who could fight and said, you lead us and we will serve you. Now their enemy at this time, there are four specific enemies that are mentioned. Ammon, Moab, Edom, and the Amorites. Ammon, Genesis chapter 19, verse 38, tells the story of Lot, who after he fled Sodom and Gomorrah, went to live in a cave. His daughters seduced him one night. They got him drunk. His eldest daughter went into him. She became pregnant. Genesis 19:38. When the younger daughter gave birth to a son, she named him Ben-Ami, the ancestor of the nation, now known as the Ammonites. Moab, Genesis 19, verse 36 to 37. When the older daughter gave birth to a son by her father, she named him Moab, and he became the ancestor of the nation, now known as the Moabites. And the Edomites, in Genesis chapter 36, verse 1, the Edomites are the descendants of Esau. Genesis 36, verse 1, this is the account of the descendants of Esau, also known as Edom. The Ammonites, the Moabites, and the Edomites are all distant relatives of the nation of Israel, but not the Amorites. The Amorites were a nation that already lived in Palestine. Now in the book of Numbers, uh, Numbers chapter 21, when Israel began to move to take over the land of Palestine, actually Moab and Edom lived to the east of the Jordan River. They were to conquer the land to the west of the Jordan River so they wouldn't be affected. As Israel moved to, uh, they wanted to move through the land of Edom and the land of Moab. They didn't want to conquer their territory. They didn't want to take their territory. So they asked permission to go through the land on their way to Palestine, west of the Jordan. Numbers chapter 20, verse 18, the king of Edom said, stay out of my land or I'll meet you with an army. So Israel moved out of the land of Edom. The next land was the land of Moab. Same thing, they wanted to move through Moab on their way to the land west of the Palestine. But Numbers chapter 21, verse 11, from there they went on to Aye Abarim, 
in the wilderness on the eastern border of Moab. They set up on the eastern border of Moab because Moab said, you can't come here either. In fact, chapters 22 to 24 tell the story of the king of Moab who tried to curse Israel with the prophet Balaam. That's the story of the donkey who speaks to Balaam and has more sense actually than Balaam does. When uh, that doesn't work, verse 24, um, the Israelites go into Ammon. And in Ammon, they just stopped south of the Ammonite border because the boundary of the Ammonites was fortified. But when they faced the Amorites, they conquered the Amorites. Numbers 21 verses 23 to 35 King Sihon refused to let them cross his territory. Instead, he mobilized his entire army. He attacked Israel in the wilderness, engaging them in the battle at Jahaz. But the Israelites slaughtered them with their swords and occupied their land from the Arnon River to the Jabbok River. Tomorrow, we'll see more about the Moabites, the Ammonites, and the Edomites and the Amorites. Today, it's enough to know we started with a question. Who can God use to do His will? Anyone He pleases. He uses Jephthah, even Jephthah. He didn't raise him up. The leaders of Israel picked him, and yet the Lord used him. We'll see more of this story tomorrow. Today, no matter what you're facing, understand that God can use anyone to help you. Open your eyes to who might be around, who the Lord might be sending your way to help you. Like, follow, subscribe, and share this devotional on whatever platform you happen to be listening to it on. If you have a question for us, send it to questions at becomehope.com. Tomorrow, we'll look at how Jephthah resolved the problem with the Ammonites.